0: Um, Really great team win. That is a team win uh, versus a very good basketball team, and just uh, really proud of our guys. Coach, just talk about the atmosphere tonight, rivalry game, without Ezra, you and your team pull through late. You really controlled the game for a good amount of the second half, and y'all just fought and fought and fought. Yeah, we just talked about that out in, in radio, is that in terms of the atmosphere, you know, Football's got a 12th man. You know, basketball has a six man. And tonight, this Coliseum, the, the fans, the students, they were the six man for us. And what happens is is the beautiful chemistry of basketball becomes they feed off our players' energy and then our players feed off their energy. And that's those special three words in, in college basketball, home court advantage, and, and it was there tonight. Coach, kind of a, if there was a knock on Bobby, it was maybe not the biggest score in the world. Obviously, he's kind of scored a lot earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Just to talk about his I think everyone else thought that he wasn't a scorer. This coaching staff knew he could score the basketball and knew he could shoot the basketball. And that's why we said all summer when he gets healthy, you'll see a guy that's a really good shooter and he can score the basketball. And so, uh, been proud of Bobby. He's an absolute warrior uh, all the time, what he does every day. And um, I think tonight he did, he did it again. And I think it's just the tip of the iceberg for him. And in that first half, when y'all you know, obviously didn't have Ezra and also RJ and Brandon and in Well He, at uh, times, kind of did everything uh, offensively, so that was huge struggle. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, Stephen. It's like, um, you know, you think about it tonight, and we just talked about in the locker room, and that's my opening remarks, where this was a team win. Whether it was Logan, whether it was Val, whether it was N- Sear, I mean, maybe the two biggest plays of the game are the offensive rebounds on the free throw line that just changes the momentum when we got those free throw offensive rebounds. So this was the true essence of a team win. And what happens is when guys start pulling and that energy starts to become contagious, now Bobby starts to elevate, Caleb starts to elevate, Brandon starts to elevate, RJ starts to elevate because they know the Callum Richards, the Sear Malangas, the Valentinos, those guys, man, they're doing everything they can. I, t- I can't say enough about those two rebounds on the free throw line from Sear. Callum got his first start tonight, and he played pretty well. and had some pretty big rebounds. What did you see from him? Fresh, exactly first. what you said. A, a freshman that tried to play as hard as he could, that was going up against older players, a really good front court for Wilmington. And, yeah, did they get him a few times? Absolutely. But he fought, he fought, and what he did was what we asked him to do. Throw your body around, execute what we need you to execute defensively, and go rebound the basketball with all your might. And I thought he did that. And you know what? Like a typical freshman, he basically almost fouled out in the first half doing it. But we'll take that because when you don't have Ezra Asar and you got Cal trying to do it, you got Sear trying to do it, you put Brandon at the five. I mean, RJ's sitting most of the first half. Brandon has two fouls. Then Brandon hurts his his foot. Guys had to step up and just couldn't be prouder of those guys and the guys that you just mentioned for doing that. Coach, what was kind of the tone at halftime, and did you make any adjustments specifically? Well, in the first half, walking off the court, I knew this right away, that there were three things that were really hurting us. We guarded the three-point line, which was a huge emphasis. the number four three-point shooting team in the country right now coming into this game. Teams shooting 44%, making 10 threes a game. They were 0 for 9 in the first half, so we guarded the three-point line the way we wanted to. But like a good ball club that Wilmington is, good players, great coaches, they hurt us with other areas. They started getting to the paint, they got to the free throw line, they started doing that, and offensive rebounding was really hurting us. And then on the other side, our offense got stagnant versus their switching defense. So we went in at halftime, and we talked about simply continue with our three-point defense, what we had put together, we must shore up our red zone defense, meaning in the paint, and that's on drives, not fouling in the paint, and we have to secure defensive rebounds. And then we made an adjustment to our offense that allowed us some more off-ball movement. And that's what we did, and we went in there, and we said this one thing. We're down 7 nothing right now. That's the score. We practice this every day. We put a score up on the board. We put time up. You're up. You're down. Maybe down big. Maybe down one. Maybe tied. And we said, we're down 7 nothing. Let's go play the first four minutes. Came out of a the zone there with... Just a few seconds left in the first half and got a stop, and that seemed to maybe give you some momentum going into the Yeah, I think any time we're sitting here and we're in really deep foul trouble, obviously people turn to zone, but we've used the zone a few times this year. Uh, we're confident in the zone. It's not something that people, some of you don't want to play zone versus a great shooting team. Well, sometimes you can play zone a little bit versus a good shooting team because you know where the shooters are. And... Give Wilmington credit. They exposed the middle of the zone, which is the Achilles heel of a zone. They got the ball in the middle to Tazarian White. They got the ball in the middle to uh, uh, Farr, and they got in there, and they made some plays. But we went to it at the end of the first half, and we obviously went to it late game just to prevent the bull rush drives that they're trying to do uh, late in the game just to get layups quickly. You guys went six deep on the bench, Uh, Caleb with 11 points. You talked about wanting to see more out of them. What did you like about their performance? Yeah, just what you said. Again, all those guys stepped up and gave something. And Caleb was fantastic tonight. I mean, really, to, to be able to play two point guards together with the way Bob was playing, the way Caleb was playing. I mean, his energy was contagious to the guys. And it wasn't just his scoring. Obviously, he scored the ball, but he did most of it in the second half. But his defense consistently doing what, you know, th- that can be his identity, and I think he loves it. And it really charged up our guys. Some lead changes back and forth in the middle and then you hit some real big shots are you feeling like the guys are starting to find that clutch that three that because there were a few dagger threes there and then towards the middle to the end of the game you guys know how it is we've been on both ends of it you get hit with those dagger threes on the other end and and it's a crusher and you, we were fortunate tonight that we made some of those threes but that's what basketball is such a beautiful game that's why we love it so much. That's the intensity, the competitiveness. Go back to the six man, the energy of this crowd. But our guys put the work in every day in this gym and and shooting. So when Brandon shoots, when Bobby shoots, when Caleb shoots, when Ben or Quentin or RJ, the whole bench, if it's the right shot, make or miss, we're gonna live with that shot 10 out of 10 times. And tonight they went in, uh, you know, we make eight threes tonight. We shoot 32%, go eight for 25. But here's the thing. We shot 16 threes in the first half, so we settled down and knew, okay, we settled down the second half, and, and we started, so I think what would that make us, five for nine in the second half, potentially? Yes. Five for nine in the second half? I'll, we'll take those numbers. Coach, you expect Ezra to be a short-term deal, or what's the kind of situation there? No idea. With, a, with a tonight's momentum with a big win versus in-state rival, and you have a... Tough stretch of non commerce coming up with South Carolina, Florida, two power five programs. What can you take from this game and keep moving forward? Can we just enjoy this one for? Can we just enjoy this one for twenty minutes? Okay, 20 minutes. Uh, no, what we take is this. Okay, we knew how bad we wanted this game, not because it's just a rivalry game. It's the next game, and we're coming off of a game where we got our tail handed to us. I mean. We had practice today before the game basically. Our shoot around was practice. And our guys wanted this to in terms of wanting this game. So what we take from it is this. We didn't practice today earlier because we wanted this game more than we want any other game. We practice earlier today because we need the practice to become a really good team and establish our identity, which we haven't done yet to this point. And tonight I thought we started to establish our identity defensively. And so the answer to that question is, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, we're gonna do the same thing to keep our identity and hopefully when we get to Maryland Eastern Shore and those other games that you had alluded to, then our identity is stronger. And that's all this is about, getting better every day, establishing our identity, and I thought our guys did that tonight. Thank you guys. Thank okay.